He fired all these people and Twitter still works. Fine. Just like it did before. If you hadn't known that he fired everybody, you wouldn't have noticed. I'm sure in that, you know, in that in those mass firings, he probably fired a couple people he shouldn't have. Sure. But most of those people probably didn't. You know, they were just most jobs are time to be doing that bullshit. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Welcome back to BS with Brian Simpson. Good morning, Rob. How are you? I'm doing great. It's very early over here, so I'm grumpy. Oh, yeah. You said we was getting spicy, Rob, this morning. Yeah. You, spicy you predicted Rob just grumpy, sleep deprived, Rob. Yeah, that's my whole life. It's like sometimes I think. You know, it's like I'm real close to like, like Fight Club levels of like my brain being mush, just from not just from not sleeping, or mm-hmm. you know, I don't even know what, what you would call it. I don't know how. Uh, what's I mean, it's sleep deprivation. It's that's literally oh, right. what that, it is. I was like, oh yeah, there's a name for it. Um, uh, what I don't get is like. So the tiredest I've ever been was when I was in law school uh, because, you know, you had to study so late, like so, study so much. And then you'd, you'd get a few hours of sleep. You had to get up early for classes and stuff like that. Um, and it never made any sense to me because study after study after study shows that one thing that is absolutely integral to you actually learning something is you have to sleep. Right. Sleep, like one of the functions of sleep is that it allows you to like to lock in the things that you've learned the previous day. Right. Okay. So why do so many. Like, why does why does law school, why does medical residency like my brother is a doctor and he's in his residency right now? Why do they promote such piss poor sleep hygiene in all of these different areas it makes sense oh. for stand-up comedy right like yeah you gotta stay up late and then everybody sleeps till one o'clock in the afternoon it's not a big problem but i don't understand why these like academies and other institutions where people need to be in tip-top shape mentally why do they promote such terrible sleep hygiene um I think it comes from like that old school bullshit mentality of like, you know, it's, it's the capitalist ethic. Right. You know, it's just like, it's just like how even now, how like, uh, you know, the, the studies have shown that people are more productive that work from home, or at least most of them are. Right. But all these CEOs are still like, I want people back in the office. You know, it's one of those things where, it's just that weird ethic of including Elon. I think it's a power trip. I think it's that it's that bosses don't like the plebeians and their little petty fiefdoms being able to stay home and not have this panopticon watching. Have you ever read the panopticon? panopticon Rob, right in the first five minutes, that I might get you. us demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> what the, you know what the, what the fuck is that is? what is panopticon panopticon means it basically means all seeing and okay the concept was for a um it it, it was originally panopticon. yeah uh it was originally um 
uh, Jeremy Bentham, who was an English philosopher, he came up with this sort of thought experiment where you could, are you playing more? Or did you start another match? No, no. I, I looked up Panopticon. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeremy Bentham was this uh, English philosopher and the concept was essentially a, a prison that you didn't need prison guard. You didn't need any prison guards at because you would have this tower in the center of the prison that could see every part of the prison. And essentially the paranoia of the prisoners that they were being, that they never knew when they were being watched, that that would affect their behavior. So yeah. they wouldn't break the rules because they would always be afraid that, well, who know, you know, maybe they're not watching me right now, but they always could be. Yeah, they tried, they tried to do that in the, it, maybe it was the first season or second season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-hmm. Any anime nerds out there? But they, they, you know, they dug, they found like some ancient being, uh, you know, in a, in a statue or whatever. And, it, and they tried to keep it. They, that's what they were kept it in one of those, but they didn't know this motherfucker was like superhuman. I mean, they should have. He was alive. They pulled him out of a statue, but they thought it was stupid. They thought it was like, uh, you know, but they didn't realize he could hear he could hear them and he was learning their language like within minutes and, and listening to what they were saying. And then he eventually like, you know, broke out and killed everyone. That's one of the better uh, JoJo's subplots. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I still I just started watching it like recently and I downloaded the rest of it. You know, I got to when I got to season two, whatever, whatever season it is where they start, where they where, where it stops being about the uh, what's that shit? Hormone. Hormone. Yeah. When it stops being about the hormone and starts being about the stands uh, the stands, it's good, but it's not as good. Well, you're going to you need to keep going until you get to. um, Who's the motherfucker with the with the. I think diamonds is supposed to be really good. I haven't gotten there yet. That's the most, like the okay. most recent. Right. Well, I'm gonna finish it. Yeah, it's my plane ride watching shit. I also recently started watching Peripheral on on Amazon. That shit's good. That's oh, is good, that the is that good the, sci-fi? It's it's like The Matrix, right? But it's got Chloe Chloe Grace Moritz in it. Um, I don't know. It's not like The Matrix at all. Who said that? Isn't it like? There's a no. technology that you can like go in and it's a it's a it's a simulation of the world and you can use your mental acuity to shape the world or your powers in it or nah. something. That's nope. not what it's at. Okay. No, it's no no. It's, yeah. See, that's why I, I can't I don't like it when people review things by referencing some other thing. I mean, it's a nice little line here and there. You know, it's almost like um, what was that show on HBO with the, with the bots, with the you know, with Westworld. The, with Westworld. When people try to say, "Oh, that's that's just Jurassic Park," in the Wild West, it's like, no, it isn't. It's oh, nothing right. like Jurassic Park at all, it, except that there's a park, and that's it. <laughs> right, right. It, you know what <laughs> I mean? It's 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 like it's such a lazy. Because my thing is, if Jurassic Park didn't exist, how would you describe the show to people? Do that instead. Right. You, you know what I mean? Because well, that, I, I, I that's more informative. I can understand it from like a comparative standpoint saying like, oh, it's like Jurassic Park, but it's, the, you know, because people like people do like it's like this, but that um, I just I don't like it when people reduce it to that. Like, oh, it's just 
that it's just Jurassic Park with 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 in the old West. It's like, well, no, yeah. it's not just my, that. my other least favorite references when people go, um, you know, it's like this thing and that thing had a baby. Oh, God. <laughs> if this thing fucked that thing and the baby came out, it would be this. It's like, I mean, I, I guess that's can be that's more accurate sometimes than the. You know, it's just this with that in it, you know, but it's because it's because oftentimes it's it's reductive. It's too it reduces some, something, t- you know, it strips away what's unique about that thing. I, I think I think the distinction is between are you saying it's like this thing in order to explain to somebody whether or not they might want to watch it, you know? Because but, there are so mm, many TV shows and movies. I can understand if you're like excited and you're like, dude, it's awesome. It's like, it's like, you know, because you can describe JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as like, it's like Dragon Ball Z in a lot of ways, because it's like so much focus is on the fighting and there's like so much like the the whole. But you could, you could describe like half of the anime that way. Oh, that's true. That's true. But, but there are, there's that other half of the anime that's not like that. Right. right. So like, I'm probably not going to suggest did you wars. did you finish westworld no i didn't like oh, westworld oh uh, well see that's what i'm saying did you like jurassic park fuck yeah that's well that's what i'm saying if somebody told somebody telling you that westworld was like jurassic park doesn't tell you anything that's my point that's true oh, it's, no, it's that's just jurassic point. park with robots it's like that's not what it is at all you yeah know? yeah yeah that's like me saying you know or if i said jurassic park is just westworld with dinosaurs it's like no it isn't <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like it's not like that at all. So and anyway, Jurassic World is just like Jurassic Park, but shit. <laughs> well, that's pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> so Brian, I have to, I have to, I have to start this episode with uh, a mea culpa because I, I have, I have, God damn it. I am, I am wrong. I was wrong. About Define something. mea culpa. My fault. My bad. Oh, an acknowledgement of one's fault or error. Okay. Yeah. Um, I made a I made a mistake. I said when Elon Musk bought Twitter that people were overblowing how big the news was because I believed that Elon Musk would just I thought I thought all, a lot of it was a was a bunch of bluster and that he was gonna run the company exactly like any other CEO. And Holy shit, was I wrong? Uh, you th- see, I just I was just on uh, Ariel Isaac Norman's podcast yesterday, talking about this very thing. I'm one of those people that thinks it's. I still think it's a little overblown. I, I, let me let me rephrase that. I think the the sky is falling. People are wrong and need to shut the fuck up. Yes, it, you know it's like I, t- Twitter is is not really different. In some ways, it's better. Um, and, 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 and here's my thing. He, people were mad that he fired all of these people. Right. But all, all of us have workplaces where you like, most of these motherfuckers don't need to be here. Cause, cause my my thing is Mm -hmm. he fired all these people and Twitter still works fine. Just like it did before. If you hadn't known that he fired everybody, you wouldn't have noticed. It's not like you logged on the Twitter and was like, what the fuck? My shit ain't. You know, so so maybe I'm sure in that, you know, in that in those mass firings, he probably fired a couple of people he should have. Sure. But most of those people probably didn't. You know, they were just most jobs are bullshit. And so it's like you strip you strip Twitter down. You know, it turns out it only takes like 10 people to run Twitter. 
You know, now are they doing a good job? Time will be time will tell. And and listen, and I'm not I'm not dismissing the work that went into building up to what it is now, but sure. did but obviously they didn't need all those people to run Twitter. You know, because they fired all those people and they're having trouble hiring people, supposedly. But I think that's bullshit too. But <laughs> I, you know what it is? As I just what think, do you think he, is bullshit about that? I, I just think Elon Musk is one of those people that he's become himself a a virtue signal. You know, like it's like how much you love or hate Elon Musk said it says something to your group about who you how much you're in the group. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and 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 so I think the people that hate Elon Musk, like that's their thing. It's like they look for any little thread to pull. And so I can't take them seriously. And I'm not saying Elon's a, a great guy right? or that he don't be fucking up, you know, but but I have to take. The shit would have like the, the you know the Twitter's gonna go away any day now, people. You know that was that was that was like a week ago, where people were like well, you know they would because I woke up in the and I see I, I saw all, every tweet I saw was like what well, you know either implying or explicitly stating that this was the end of Twitter any day now, it's gonna shut down. You know it's like it doesn't seem like it. You know and all those people are on Twitter tweeting about how Twitter's doesn't work anymore or is how it's this unsafe place now well i can say that twitter has there was about two weeks there where twitter was better than it's ever been and that's because uh that's because everybody was just clowning on elon musk and twitter is the most fun when somebody is the main character and we all dogpile them that's (laughs) because humans are just wired that way yeah it is fun. like like do you remember when donald trump got covid how much fun twitter was because oh, that's yeah. all anybody was talking about. And oh, yeah. and that is fun. That can only last so long. And after those two weeks, um, I have noticed that Twitter is not as much fun because because honestly, like a lot of people that I follow left or got banned. Um, Lil Hoot got banned. Um, Lil Hoot was hilarious. Um, yeah. But I think but here's the other thing, too. A lot, I, I don't like how... Because all everyone that got banned got banned fairly. You know what I mean? They didn't because they tried to make it seem like I got banned because I made fun of Elon Musk. No, you didn't. Half of Twitter made fun of Elon Musk. You got banned because you tried to impersonate Elon, which is clearly against the rules. It's because it was like the, when like the first person it happened to everyone after that just did it for attention because they knew they would get banned and then they knew they got they get they got the complaint. It's it's the. You know, it's, it's like it's the left Wait, equivalent of like. How many people do you think really thought that was Elon Musk? How many? I mean, what percentage no, of people? It, it, it wasn't. But but my point is, it's it's the left version of I got canceled. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's just more point. It's just more social points on your side to say, it's it's you know what it is? It's 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 just a bigger version of I got this person to block me. Sure. When, when I meet people, when I see people that brag about getting blocked by people, I block them because I'm like, you're you're look you're looking to create situations where you get to play the victim. You know what I mean? It's like the first person that got banned for impersonating Elon Musk. Maybe you could say that was unfair and they didn't see it coming. But everyone after that knew what was going to happen. Well, but, you know, but, and, and they knew they could they knew they could go on TikTok and go, I can't believe I got banned on Twitter. It was like, well, no, it, it wasn't a surprise. Everybody that my point is. You didn't get banned for making fun of him. You got banned for pretending to be him. However, you know, however uh, subtle it was. Yeah, but you know, how, think, or however obvious it was that it wasn't him. I think you, yeah, I think you're conflating 
impersonation with parody. No, there. no, I, I mean, no, I mean, the, the Twitter rules say that the new Twitter rules say that if you if it is a parody account, it has to clearly and explicitly state that. You know what I mean? So that's, do you that's think all that, that should just be a rule for comedy in general that you have to say up front, like, by the way, this is parody or. No, no. But 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 the, the purpose of that rule is to leave absolutely no doubt that when you're tweeting something that you aren't that person. You know what I mean? Right. But he came he came in and his whole point was was comedy is now legal on Twitter. And it's like, well, no, it's not. Comedy is not legal unless you like explicitly say parody account on top well, of your well, account. Well, that's not true. Com- com- it's just that you can't impersonate someone else. That's all it is. You but can you be as funny calling- as you want to be. You can insult them. You can say whatever. You can even pretend to be them, but you have to explicitly state that you aren't them. I, and and I think a better solution to that problem is, like I said before, if you have to, if everyone was just verified, if you just had to be you on Twitter. And you couldn't change your tag to someone else's. Like, that's what you should do. You should, you know, because people are going, you know, I just think they they didn't foresee it. And I think Elon, people that hate Elon Musk want so badly to make it seem like he's throwing a temper tantrum. And maybe he is a little bit. Maybe it's a little snarky, little fuck you. You know what I mean? But again, you ran right into that buzzsaw so you could go, oh, I'm bleeding. You know? Right. I think that. I think that it still remains. Well, the reason why I was bringing that up, because I I think it still remains to be seen how well Twitter can run without the institutional knowledge of the people that were fired. Um, Just because, you know, a car that you're not taking care of, it doesn't immediately break down and burst into flames. Right. True. Mm -hmm. It's it's a a little bit later. You're like, oh, I never replaced that gasket or I never changed the oil or whatever. It starts breaking down in small ways and then it breaks down in big ways until it stops working. Right. So it remains to be seen how well it runs two months down the line, six months down the line, one year down the line. I can say anecdotally, um, Twitter is less fun. I haven't noticed any you know, significantly uh, uh, elevated numbers of bugs or anything like that in the way that the actual app works. I will say that. But um, I have noticed a difference in the ads that are served to me. And I've noticed a difference in the content that's on there just because a lot of the... um, A lot of the people that I follow have either gotten kicked off or have just left of their own accord because they're like, I don't really want to be a part of you it. Follow, you follow all the rabble rousers. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, like Sam Harris ain't on there anymore. You know, it's like there's there's people that I don't politically agree with that have have left, you know? Yeah. Um, I used to be such a huge fan of Sam Harris. Me too. I'm still, was, you know, I still like the guy, but... Um, like when I was young and impression more impressionable, I just mm-hmm. thought he was so cool and and so I was always blown away by how calm how calmly he debated. Yeah, it's like you could you couldn't get a rise out of the motherfucker. He was just all facts locked the fuck in, and you couldn't shake him at all. And I was like, holy fuck! I wish I could argue with people like that. You know, growing but, up with that much money can buy a lot of uh, mental oh, did he clarity. grow up rich? 
Oh yeah, his mom created Golden Girls. Oh holy shit! Yeah, I guess that that works. Too. That's <laughs> why that's how you can afford to be a philosopher. Yeah, that's how you that's take how all you can... that college money and do philosophy. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how you can fuck off for like yeah, that's five what I tried years to, do. To, to India. At first, and, I tried to I tried to major in philosophy, and I and then I realized I was like, oh, I can't afford to do this. Yeah, the <laughs> so, only the only thing you can do if you like get a philosophy degree is teach philosophy, pretty much. Right, or or just like philosophize on on you know, or hope you have a hip pocket. I don't know, but but you really can't do much. But uh, at the same time, you got to start a meditation app. That's what you got to do. But at the same time, most of the jobs that require a college degree don't care what your degree is. Most yeah, of the people I know that have a degree aren't working in that field, you know. That's true. That's why it's so weird when people lie about their degrees, like Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk lied about his degree? Yeah. Now, I don't want to tell any tales out of school because I have seen conflicting things about, like, because um, he, he claims to have gotten it from Penn, I believe. Um University of Pennsylvania, not Penn, not Penn State. Um, and right, that's where's Wharton School? Wharton School is University of Pennsylvania. I don't know. Um, I'll look that up real quick. But um, there's some shady shit with when Elon got, uh, yeah, University of Pennsylvania. When Elon got his degree, what his actual degree is in, whether it's a real degree or an honorary degree, because he claims to have he claims to have had a a degree in physics and a degree in business, or no, a degree in economics, and um, then it came out that he didn't actually have either degree at the time that he said he did, and he shouldn't have even qualified for one of the degrees, and. He's never been listed as an alumnus for the physics department at University of Pennsylvania. And See, then Rob, Rob, this is what I'm talking about. Who the fuck did all that looking into it? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like it's like because what does that what does that uh, what does that not that doesn't change anything? You know, I mean, if he wasn't even really a Musk, if like that wasn't even his real name or his real face, it's like he still did all the stuff. Well, but it it is it is fraud if you it, like when you are um, doing IPOs for your companies and stuff like that. One of the ways that people evaluate the worth of the company is they look at who the personnel are and they see what their um, what their training and uh, accomplishments are. And so, if you're saying that you I, have... I'm, I'm against that by the way well because i think i think it incentivizes companies to require degrees for stuff that shouldn't you know it, it's like because i've i've had several jobs i've gotten several jobs that say they that you know I, I've, I've had a couple jobs where they say you need a degree sure you know but and i and i got in through other means but but it was just it was just kind of by by I got lucky and because of the circumstances, mm-hmm. and and then you get the job and you're like you don't need a degree to do this job, you know like sure. I could teach a I could teach a teenager to do this, sure you know I mean I I like so for instance in California, which is where I'm admitted to practice law, um, you have to take the bar exam, um, but you don't actually have to have a law degree 
to take the bar exam in. Oh, yeah, uh, in I, I know one somebody that passed it without a without a law degree. But the thing is, though, you you, you wouldn't want somebody who passed it without a law degree. No, I know someone that did. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But so, you, you don't you don't you don't need a law degree, but you do have to. You have to, there's another test you have to pass yeah. before you can take it with, if you don't have a degree, right? Right, right, okay. exactly. And so I'm all for um, I'm all for people investing in companies where the founders don't have uh, don't have advanced degrees. That's 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 great. But the 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 point is that the people who are investing in that it should be up to them what they decide is a valid requirement. You know, like there's no there's no legal requirement that you have to have a science degree to run Tesla. Right. But the reason why someone would lie about that is because it confers a sense of legitimacy upon their position. Right. Okay. So, so I, I I think it's the stuff that Elon Musk does for Tesla and for SpaceX and, even for PayPal, none of it was, none of it was scientific. It was, he's a businessman. He was right. able to get on the phone and get people to invest money. That's the, he's a rainmaker. That's the, that's his, that's his purpose. So but is, is that a bad, is that bad? I don't think it's bad. I think, but I, what I think is bad about it is the, I don't want to say fraudulent because fraud is like a, is a specific crime and depending on which fraud you're talking about, that's different elements, but I would say it's dishonest. Um, I think it's dishonest to lie about your background, to lie about what training you may or may not have had, because that's the other thing. It's, it's one thing, it's one thing to lie and say, you know, to try to, to kind of judge the truth and like, judge, yeah, you know, kind of put is a little English Yiddish? on it. I think judge is French. Oh, um, but it's like see, the only lie I hate from these billionaires is the whole I got it out the mud, you know. At least, yeah. well, that's how a rapper would put it. But these people that are like I started in a garage or you know all of that bullshit. It's like all of y'all were born rich. Stop. Let's stop the cap. You didn't come. up You right. didn't get it out the mud. You didn't build it from nothing. You're all you didn't start from the bottom. None of that shit. You was born with money. You know what I mean? Right. It, and we, and we know the numbers say that the number one indicator of what class you'll end up in is what class you were born in. Yes. Most people well, so do why not does that bother you. Why, why does that bother me? Because it reinforces this idea that hard work is what it is. All it takes to succeed, which implies that people that haven't succeeded don't work as hard. You know, so, it, 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 it it subconsciously allows you to not care about the homeless person or not care about the person living in poverty because you can always tell yourself, hey, they just lazy. Right. This ain't out here working. One hundred you know? I one hundred percent agree. And that's also the reason why I don't like billionaires lying about their training and background. Because the the real reason why Elon Musk goes around and talks about pretends like he has a physics degree is because people hear physics degree and they think, oh, he's a smart guy. He's a gene. He's a super genius. He's Tony Stark. That's why he's an Iron Man too. He's the real life Tony Stark. He's not the real life Tony Stark. That's a myth making that billionaires engage in, right? And it, and it directly contributes to the exact same thing where people associate wealth 
with intelligence the yeah, same way they associate wealth with hard work. Isn't it more impressive that you didn't have a degree? I mean, you could make that argument. I think the problem is that once you start teasing apart, wait, he doesn't have a degree in physics, then, then, or, well, you know what? I shouldn't even say that because again, it's like very confusing because he, all this, a lot of this stuff is like just come out in um, lawsuits and stuff because he's, he was trying to hide it before. So I, l- let me put it this way. He does not have a degree in mechanical engineering which is what the actual founders, uh, actual founder of Tesla had, and which is the specific science degree that you would want for a, an electric car company. You would want somebody with a, with a mechanical engineering background. So he, doesn't, he does not have that. Um, I think that- What happened to that guy? He got bought out. By, by Elon. By Elon. Oh, okay. That's, that's, where, that's, where that, that's where that first, so that's where one of the first- lawsuits against elon but he did improve i mean because i tesla wasn't shit when that guy was running it right i mean no he did make it better well he made it better but the question is how did he make it better okay so let's let's go back in time to when elon was like on the cover of magazines for like becoming the founder of tesla so the so he didn't found tesla he took that name for himself then he actually got sued over it because it's not accurate to call him a founder of tesla he's retroactively he's a retroactive founder of tesla and the reason why is because by making him into a founder of tesla he was this he's supposed to be this wonderkind super genius in like business and science the idea was like that's why tesla is going to be worth something now in reality he did make tesla better because tesla was not making money. Right. He made it so Tesla's making money. But did he do that by making the cars better? No. no. He did that by getting government contracts to sell carbon offsets to other car companies. That is what makes Tesla profitable. Tesla is not profitable off of its battery technology and it's not profitable off of, off of the sale of the cars. It's profitable off of the sale of carbon offsets. Right, but that is that's the goal, though, is to be profitable. Sure, right? yeah. sure, but 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 you're saying everything around it is all kind of smokescreen. Yes, yeah, that's what I get. What you're saying it's it's, it's, it's shady. Saying. Like I said, I, I don't think Elon Musk is a good guy. No, but I don't <laughs> think. But I but I but my, my I think like like I said, people like him that have become this that have become a, a virtual signal in and of themselves. It's like people often. They, it's like they they hate them so much that they exaggerate and conflate and all this. So it's, you can't even believe half the stuff you hear. It's like, it, you know, if you're going to hate a motherfucker, if, 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 if this is my thing. If a motherfucker is so horrible, you we can just hate them for what they actually did and not, yeah. you know, make stuff up or exaggerate things. So it's like I, I never know what about him is true. So all I just I just have to be results oriented when it comes to motherfuckers like him, you know. It's the same. It's, it's kind of the same thing with Trump. It's like I I don't think you got to make shit up to hate this motherfucker. You can just he's done no. enough stuff where you could be like, yeah, I don't want that motherfucker running nothing. You know, well, that's just me. But but you won't stop. You won't. You can't stop people. It's almost like the way. It's almost like the way the right was was obsessed with what was the that rich guy George Soros or yeah George Soros or just any of those names Nancy Pelosi. Whereas like if you. If you say that, if you talk to like a real right wingy person, 
you hear all the same names from them and they're obsessed and they don't know they don't even care if the shit's true if they hear something negative about one of those people they fucking repeat it and then and on the left they do the same thing with like elon rogan um trump you know anybody that they that they can hate and get points in their in their group so it's like i just i just take it all with a grain of salt it's like i i can you know I can fucking discern. I, 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 I try to, one virtue I try to live by is I only hate people for shit they've actually done. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to love, I'm struggling with it, but I'm trying to be like, just, can, is there any amount of love I'm comfortable giving? You, you know, it's like, I'd rather focus on that, but damn revenge is so entertaining. Yeah, man, I I'm, I'll take justice over love any day. You want to um, read one of the emails? Oh. Emails? Yeah, I mean we, we've been talking about Elon for like thirty minutes. Yeah, um, and I'm and I'm honestly I'm afraid he can. <laughs> He's a super hacker genius. He might hear this and that's the Panopticon, dude. Uh, you don't know whether he's listening to you or not. Okay, this is from D- this is from uh, DJ Fat Joe. Um, what every monk in a Thai temple, every monk in a Thai temple defrocked after testing positive for meth. A Buddhist temple in central Thailand has been left without monks after all of its holy men. Failed drug tests and were defrocked a local official. Wait a minute, why are you drug testing monks anyway? For four monks, including an abbot at a temple in Pechabun, I definitely said that wrong. Uh province's Bung Sam Fan district tested positive for methamphetamine on Monday. Uh the monks have been sent to health clinic to undergo drug rehabilitation. Hmm. The temple is now empty of monks and nearby villagers are concerned they cannot do any merit-making. I'm not sure what that means. Merit-making involves, oh, <laughs> merit-making involves worshippers donating food to monks as a good deed. Well, then you have more food for you. Boon Lert said more monks will be sent to the temple to allow villagers to practice their religious obligations. Thailand is a major transit country for methamphetamine flooding in from Myanmar's troubled Shan state. Uh, meth and particularly yaba can be easily found in every corner of town. What is yaba? Uh, supplies up everywhere, and at this point, a tablet is cheaper than a beer. Oh, a tablet of the drugs are cheaper than a beer. Okay, I thought they meant like, oh, you can get a, <laughs> you can get a, a daggone iPad. <laughs> uh, authorities across Southeast Asia and around the globe have made record meth seizures in recent months. Last month in Hong Kong reportedly made its biggest ever seizure of meth, finding 1.8 metric. Okay. Wow. But I don't, they didn't explain like, are the monks on meth? I guess so. I think they really meth, meth is very dealers? popular there. Uh, Yaba apparently is a uh, Thai you for, drink, right? no, it says a uh, crazy medicine, formerly known as Yama, meaning horse drug, also known as biker's coffee and kamikaze are tablets containing a mixture of methamphetamine and caffeine. Oh, damn. Meth and caffeine? Bruh, that's that's hardcore. That's hardcore, hardcore, man. You talk, you want to be up, up. That's got to be dangerous. Does it make, uh, does it make you crazy? 
Uh, I mean, it's also known as the hard working pill. So I'm going to guess. Bruh, because you're going to crash hard than a motherfucker when you come down like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because you know what? People don't realize, you know, do you know what? I I don't know exactly what what, uh, meth does in the brain. Uh huh. But, but caffeine blocks. So I forget the name of the, uh, of the chemical or, or the, of the, but, but your body naturally produces this shit in your brain that makes you feel sleepy and you produce more of it the longer you're awake. Right. right. And caffeine blocks the receptors that, um, it blocks the receptors that that would bind to. So, but yeah, the shit is still, receptors. Yeah, the, 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 what is it? Adenosine. Adenosine. Okay. So it blocks your adenosine receptors, right? But the adenosine is still building up in your brain. That's why you crash on coffee. Cause as soon as the caffeine, you know, I don't know what the fuck it does. D dematerializes or fucking breaks down. Mm-hmm. Now you have way more adenosine and, and it just floods you. And that's why you, you fill up, 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 up. And then you fucking crash. When you drink happy, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't, you know, the shit that makes you sleepy is still there waiting for its turn. That's all it is. So, um, so it's wild to, to mix that with meth. Cause it's like, you're going to be up, 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 up. And then you're going to probably sleep for two days. <laughs> well, that, you know what I'm that, yeah, that's, that's what's interesting about caffeine is I was talking to my brother about it and he said, you know, caffeine doesn't actually, it is a stimulant obviously, but it doesn't so much wake you up as, you no longer realize how tired you are. Yeah. But here's, here's the trick. I learned this a while back. Actually, one of my old, one of the older audio only episodes, uh, we talk about this, but um, a very effective tool is, is, is a coffee nap, right? Because uh, what, what was it again? Adenosine? Adenosine. Yeah, because sleep clears out the adenosine, right? Uh-huh. So if you, so if you, the, the, the key is to drink a bunch of coffee right before you go fall asleep, right before you take a nap and you wake up in a couple of hours and you feel extra great because there there's less adenosine and your brain is blocking the shit. So you, okay. you, you feel extra great. You take a little quick, mm-hmm. you can take a little quick nap and make sure you wake up from that nap fucking extra refresh, you know? So do it. And I, I, I probably explained that not as good as the article I was reading when I first brought it up. <laughs> apparently, naps are apparently with this uh this yaba it's a tablet in a round pill form yaba tablets typically are consumed orally users place the yaba ta- tablet on aluminum foil and heat it from below as a tablet melts vapors rise and are inhaled well okay so that's like that's smoking. not oral yeah uh the drug may also be administered by crushing the tablets into powder which is then snorted or mixed with a solvent and injected. Okay, this just sounds like actual yeah, why you can't just eat it. Uh oh, when oh, but you can swallow it in pill form. Uh it affects the duration of the drug. The drug drug's effect will be eight to sixteen hours as compared to one to three hours when smoked, while the intensity is considerably reduced. Okay. Come down period lasting six to ten hours, just enough time to sleep. Uh <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, Although it says many users report that it takes them up to 24 hours after consumption to be able to fall asleep. I can't do any, um, I mean, I'm not going to admit to drug use on a public podcast, but back in the day, um, I had friends 
who would do uh, drugs. Take yaba naps. Take yaba naps. <laughs> you wake up like, worst... <laughs> oh. It's the worst sleep in the entire world. <laughs> you just in your dream like, I'm dreaming. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy they, they, you know I, my, I think my my rule still applies you know it's very easy for you to know what drugs to do because people that have a problem with that drug will tell you not to do them get out of here Dewey what are y'all doing in here we're smoking reefer and you don't want no part of this shit you know what I'm saying don't listen to casual drug users or or uh, or people that haven't used drugs, those they're the worst. They're often the most misinformed. Like people are like afraid of every drug they put, like they put any drug that isn't uh, legal in the same bucket as like crack cocaine and heroin. It's like you can't listen to those people. But the people that do drugs, you know, that do 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 drugs, they'll tell you, hey, don't ever fucking do this. Yeah, stay away from this shit. Ruin my life. You know, I wish I hadn't ever tried it. Blah 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 blah. blah. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not that they, you know, because they if they know you do it, they'll try to do it. They'll try to get you to do something because it's cheaper and it's, you know, all of that. But if they know you never touch the shit, they'll be like, stay away from that shit. Did you know, see, it's, it's for, generally, not everybody. Right. Know. Did you see that thread that went around on Twitter of the um, of Greasy Green? The guy like had that super long thread about why you should smoke crack. Oh, no, dude, That's it was fun. hilarious. It's, it's, we should do a whole episode on that. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're recording two today, so maybe we'll do... Uh, yeah. Do By the way, episode. we need to do an episode. We need to... Not an episode, but we need to film a video telling people how to use two-factor authentication. Yes, like, it's very important. I mean, I'm because I'm getting so sick of people talking about they got hacked and all this. You know, because if you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you post something saying you got hacked, I won't message with you no more online. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in your DMs with it because you you being irresponsible. You know what I mean? It's like people that don't lock their phone. You know? Oh, God. It's it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's wild. It's the, same, it's the same thing for people who you see this on Twitter every once in a while where people are like, I've been blocked by insert celebrity here. And they're like, I, and I've never even I've never even commented to them. I've never inter- even even interact with them. And it's like that is first off one of the most pathetic things that you can post about is that like you were blocked by somebody who doesn't know that you exist but but what they don't understand is like they're telling on themselves because no there's just you can block for instance like everybody who likes a certain tweet right you can block everybody who likes that or you can block everybody who follows a certain person right so you see every can you see everyone that's blocked you um, I don't know. I mean, I'm there must be a way uh to to see that. I don't think that that's just like built in, but what what often happens is somebody like you know, some celebrity will post something and somebody with a hundred followers will go try to comment and it'll say that they can't see the thread. If, you know, it's they're blocked from the thread. And then they have two choices. They can either go about their fucking day like a normal person. Or they can complain about it uh, on the internet, which is pathetic and sad. Um, I guess they have a third option, which is sometimes they make a sock puppet account 
so that they that is not blocked so then they can dm the person who apparently blocked them don't ever do that that is that's beyond no, cringe that's i'm not a fan of that dangerous. you having multiple accounts for no for like not official reasons like like if you have a business account and a personal account that's one thing but if you have like backup accounts and all that it's like that's weird to me i think you're allowed you should be allowed two accounts you can have one account for your, or three accounts you can have a business account a personal account and a horny account if you want to keep those a three those account? three things oh yeah yeah what, what's the horny, horny account, account for? for sending dick pics no 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 so like on twitter there's a there's a divide between um like i follow a lot of comic artists on on twitter and and instagram and stuff like that and there is a pretty strict divide, not like a antagonistic divide, but just, you know, a divide that has to exist for business reasons between like people who draw X-rated stuff and people who don't. So lewds and, and not right. Oh uh, yeah. So there's a lot of porn on Twitter. There's a lot of porn on Twitter, but the, but the thing is there is a little bit of a, there, there is a little, you know, if you're like, I know, I, I personally know artists who have one account and they they do like, you know, they work on AAA video games. Let's say, oh right, right, right. right. So and then, but then they also have like a Patreon where they do like you know Spider Man fucking Mary Jane or whatever. And it's like they can't have the streams cross. Right. Oh yeah, I in, get what you're saying yeah. in Twitter because that's where they make their money. You know. Right. Um. So what I'm saying is you should be able to have you can have a business account which is like that's where. It's only it's like pictures of you at the I don't know fucking middle manager's luncheon or whatever. You can have your personal account where you fuck around and post memes, and then you can have your horny account where you follow all of your uh, porn star friends, all all the porn stars that you like that that you and only you like all your favorite ones. Yeah, but couldn't couldn't you just have it where uh, couldn't you have a thing where like. Like you have a list of people you follow that don't show up in your follow and like who you follow. Um, I guess you could, but or you can I have think... it so that like you can publicly post anonymously, but if push come to shove, it's like it like Twitter can still Twitter Twitter still knows that it's you, but yeah. but people on the internet can't see that it's you. Um, so, I'm sure that that's possible, but I think it's just easier. Like how people have a Finstagram and a Rinstagram. I think it's just easier. What the fuck is that? Finstagram is your fake Instagram and Rinstagram is your real Instagram. See, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. Because that's, listen, listen. All, that's the, the, the scenario you named is, is a good one. But most people use their other accounts to be pieces of shit. Sure. That's what they're for. It's like, it's so you can shit post and then not be connected to you. That's how, that's what most of your these secondary backup accounts are. It's not so you can look at porn. It's not so you can do you know darker things. It's so you can be an asshole, and it's like it's so you can throw rocks and hide your hands. You know, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, but here's the problem, Brian. I kind of love that. That's some of the best. So that's some of the shit posting is some of the best content on the internet. It can be. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, I agree with that. The people who are truly like, I don't want to know who drill is for real, for real. Oh yeah. 
You know what it is? It remind it kind of reminds me of of um of how you know the game this gamer alert in um <clears throat> like on, on on Overwatch a lot of people were upset that you have to verify like now you can't just have twelve accounts and Smurf accounts because those sure. people would ruin the game. They ruined the game, and you know and it, so basically if you if you're not a gamer you just understand that like the um. There's a ranking system that determines who you play with. And the very, 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 very high, damn near pro level people would have a Smurf account. So it's just a new account so they could play on the low with low level people and beat the shit out of them so they could show off on uh um, Twitch or YouTube or whatever, and but but it, it ruins the experience for for people that aren't that good at the game. They don't you know they don't want to jump. You know it would it would you know it's I've made this analogy before, but it, but it'd be like you know LeBron James going down to the rec center and like filming it, filming him just fucking shitting on <laughs> just Joe right. Schmo, and right. that's what these people would do. And and when and when people complained about it, their argument was always, "Well, no, I just have this account so I can play with my friends that aren't as high level." It's like, "No, you don't, motherfucker." Right, right, right. Some maybe a handful of people do, but most of the people that have a Smurf account, they have it so they can shit on people that aren't as good as them. You know what I mean? And, right, right, right. Because it, it makes them feel good. Because when they when they play people on their level, they got they playing with people they they picking on people their own size, and they don't always they don't get to show off. You know what I mean? So it's like. And now that and now in this new Overwatch, that shit's pretty much gone. It's pretty much a thing of the past. You know, you don't run into I, because you know I have way, way, way less games ruined that way. It's so frustrating because you can't quit a game in Overwatch without a penalty unless one of your other teammates has already quit. And even if one of your teammates quits, you still have to stay in the game for like another two minutes or something like that, right? And and because because if you quit any and there's no way to vote to surrender. So in a lot of other competitive games, you can just be like, let's all surrender. And if the, if the majority of the team agrees, then it's it's a loss. But you don't have to stay in this fucking game where you're just getting dunked on by somebody that's clearly better right. than everyone. You know what I mean? And, and don't get me wrong. Every now and then that person's on your team. But even that's not fun. You know, it's it's not fun just w- winning because. Yeah. Anyway, but all that was these- a huge that was a huge problem in like uh, Dota, right? Because Dota Murph. matches are are long. Yeah, they can be up. They can be twenty to forty five minutes or something crazy, right? Yeah, yeah they can be like an hour. They, right, uh, right, right. Depending on like who who you're playing or whatever, and so and and there is no way to um. I Surrender. believe. I mean, maybe there is now, but I'm talking about back in the day. That for Dota, there was no way to to just knock the king over and say like all right you win and then like move on to the next match you right had to play right. it out or else you got punished yeah and it's and it's so and it's wild all the all of these twitch people all, all of those overwatch twitch people that were supposedly just dunking on people all the time it's wild how they either don't stream overwatch anymore or you don't see them posting their fucking highlights and all of that shit because they only mm-hmm. were doing impressive shit against people that they that weren't as good as them you know what I mean? The real good people are doing dope shit at that high level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You watch people like Flats or somebody like that. It's like they really that. They really could they really playing at that up there, top, tip, tip, top. These other people would be like just a platinum. Anyway. From Blaze, Tricoli. Um, where you actually know Blaze. Um 
He's a San Diego comic. Um, were you able to quit smoking? If so, help me out. No, I was not. I can't help you. I have quit smoking before, but um, yeah, man, it's one of those things. It's like they got you, bro. They got you by the balls. I don't even enjoy it anymore. And I, and um, you know, I've the, the long, the longest I've gone in recent times is a few weeks. Um, so I don't, I don't know what works. I, the, the thing is, I don't think anything. Because I think when people, I think some people have the misconception that um, that that addicts, if you're an addict of any kind, that you can, that when you quit, like, like let, let me rephrase this. People that want to quit things that have never quit a thing. What they're, what they're really asking for is, um, is to not want a cigarette. And that's never going to happen. You know what I mean? You, you, you can stop smoking, but you're always going to want a cigarette for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's not the urge is going to be as strong. It may not be as frequent, but even people that, have, that quit smoking 20, 25 years ago, they smell a little hint of cigarette in the air and their body goes, yeah. <laughs> so the temptation is going to always be there. And you know, and if you if you weaken the moment or drunk or whatever, it's like the chances of you giving into that temptation go up. Uh, so you know that's what it is. It's just a it's an everyday struggle. And I don't I don't know if there's a you know there's no there's not some cure. I think you just have to, you know, you have to want to quit more than you want to smoke. Now, uh, but I do have some advice because um, there's this book, The Easy Way to Stop Smoking. And everyone that I know that's finished the book has quit smoking. Um, and but if, in the beginning of the book, you buy the original one by Alan Carr. It's the it's the, it's written for Brits, so it's not as some stuff don't make sense to you. But in the beginning of the book, he tells you most people, um, most people that don't quit from reading the book is because they they don't finish the book. You know, and he tells you, hey, listen, smoke throughout the book and at the end, make your own choice. But most people don't finish the book because, you know, and they explain it in the book. But it's like most most of it is like you. It has to do with the way addiction works in your mind and your fear of as you get closer and closer to the end, the fear that you'll have to quit makes you like, fuck this. You know what I mean? It's right. so it's like. Yeah, the the act of quitting, the way addiction works is like the the closer you are to being a non-smoker, the more uncomfortable you get. The anxiety goes up and up and up and up. And so most people, it takes them 10, 12 reads. But like, again, every single person I know that's read the whole thing has stopped smoking. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's one thing. That's the only thing I know what's that's the, actually what's working. The, what is the what's the book? It's called the easy way to, to, to the easy way to stop smoking by Alan Carr. Um, and the other thing I know that that's other people have that's worked for other people is uh, is um, uh, psilocybin mushroom, magic mushrooms, a mushroom trip. Um, like I said, it's like it's a, it's an intellectual enema. It does something to you where it's just it's easier. You have more clarity at the end. I'm talking about after the trip when the trip's over. I think that makes it easier. So I, I say, I would say, read the book, do a mushroom trip, and then read the book. 
or read the book, do a trip in the middle of reading that book. Just throw everything at it. That's what I'm going to do. Or that's what I'm saying I'm going to do. But I say a lot of shit I don't really do. So, you know, we'll see. Um, But yeah, I like like the advice champs. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you want me to give you advice, email me at bswithbrianstimson at gmail.com. Also, I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina this weekend when this episode comes out. I'm already be in Raleigh. So, you know, come through North Carolina. Um, then I'm going to be in Iowa uh, on the 10th at, in, da- in Davenport at one of them casinos. Um, and then, you know, just go to my, click on my link tree on my socials or go to brandsimpsoncomedy.com and you'll see I'm, I'm coming to New York City. I'm coming to Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, I'm coming to... Um, New York City, Scottsdale, other places. I'm being lazy. I'm being a lazy piece of shit. Um, Cary, Davenport, Scottsdale, Huntsville, Alabama, Nashville, Alabama, Carolines on Broadway. So those are the things that's on the calendar now. I'm going to be announcing more tour dates in the next like week or so. So stay tuned for that. Anything you need Ryan to plug, Ryan? Comedy.com. Hell yeah. Um, and follow Rob on Twitter if he's still there by the time you you see this. I'm gonna Brian. I'm gonna try to get banned so I get some clout. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna impersonate Elon Musk. Uh, everybody should also uh, check out Apocalypse Soon with Eddie Pepitone on YouTube and everywhere else podcasts are. It has uh, Eddie Pepitone, who is a legend, and uh, Kevin Bitter Tinkett. Buddha. Kevin, yeah, the bitter Buddha, and Kevin Tinkin, who is—you probably haven't heard of him yet, but you eventually will because he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Kevin Tinkin's amazing. My favorite Eddie Pepitone joke is—is is, have you seen his? Uh, I forget the name of the special, but it's the like—that's why I like rough sex. Have you seen that one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of my favorite jokes of all time. <laughs>